Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers. Today, we're going to take a little bit of a detour. We are talking with Faraz Khan all about hair loss and thinning hair in both men and women. He shares his personal journey about hair loss and how hormones, stress, and nutrition all play a role in hair health. We talk about Rogaine and the potential of caffeinated products to help hair growth. This product covers everything you need to know. Faraz walks us through his four-step system to combat hair thinning. And we also talk about gray hair and what we can do about it. Yes, we can minimize gray hair, but we got to get started early. That's one thing I found out. And we also talk about how modern and holistic methods can really help us with that hair loss, that hair thinning, and how much of a role hormones play in that. I also touched about chin hair. Girlfriends, there's nothing we can do about chin hair, but we can work on a lot on making sure we have nice thick hair as we age. So have a listen to the episode so you can finally take control of your hair health. And I would love to hear one takeaway. So reach out to me and let me know what was one aha that you had from this episode. All right, Magic Makers, another iTunes review of the week. This one is from Emmy Roberts 24. She says, Kim is the queen. She is fierce, funny, and smart as a whip. Kim embodies what it means to be a life coach by offering so much more than diet and workout tips. Whether you're a gym junkie or just beginning your journey, she helps you see that living an all-around better lifestyle is not only attainable, but something you can strive for. Regardless of your age, Kim is tough love friend. You need to kick your butt into gear. She said something recently that resonated with me. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to expand, explain your boundaries to justify them to anyone. Let's that, let that sink in. Five stars always. Thank you, Miss Emmy Roberts. Yes, that was a game changer for me. You know, when I first started in this fitness journey, I was double dipping. I had a corporate job as well as fitness. And it was really hard for me to say no to clients. It was really hard for me to say no to my boss because I needed the cash. But I was getting burnt the F out. And so I finally had to come up with my boundaries and finally have to say to myself, like, I, you know what, it doesn't work for me to work out in the morning. Like if that, it, I just can't do it. And now I don't really hop on the phone with a client until at least 10 o'clock in the morning. I need that warm up time for me. So I really want you to start thinking and exploring your boundaries. I've done several podcasts about boundaries and please listen to them. If you're someone who's like, I need some boundaries in my life. Thank you again, Miss Emmy Roberts. So if there's anyone out there who would love to share a iTunes review and you're like, I don't know how to do that. Reach out to me in the bottom of this podcast. You will find out how you can reach out to me for social media and just shoot me a DM. I will answer them. All right, ladies, enjoy the episode. Ah, magic makers. Today, I have an awesome person that, you know, I never thought I would talk about this on the podcast, but the more I have conversations with women, the more it has come up. And it is the subject of hair loss. If you think about back in the day, we only thought about men losing their hair. And I know a lot of ladies who are like, my hair just doesn't feel the way it used to back in the day. And so I have Faraz Khan on and he's going to talk all about hair loss and what we can do about it, how our hormones, yeah, and menopause can contribute to that. So welcome to the show, Faraz. Thank you for having me on, Kim. So glad to be here. Yeah. So, you know, you have great head of hair. Thank you. <laughs> so what made you start down this? You know, Did you actually start down the hair loss path and something just popped up? Or were you just kind of like surprised at some research you were doing? Yeah, no, this started back in college. I was on the soccer team. I was playing soccer in college and thought I was, you know, 
really cool and confident. <laughs> oh, the holidays, the twinkling lights, the social gathering, and the silent groan of scales worldwide. But guess what? What if this year could be different? What if you could reign in every merry moment without a side of guilt? Yep, it's possible. That's why I created the Guilt-Free Holiday Guide. It is your personal holiday concierge guiding you through wise choices that don't whisper compromise or restrict. The Guilt-Free Holiday Guide is your go-to for staying fit and fabulous and full of festive joy without the guilt or the shame. Because this year, it's all about decking the halls and smashing your fitness goals. Your guilt-free holiday begins right here. So do me a favor, go over to the link in my bio and grab your guide right now. What happened is that in my third year, so junior year of college, I remember vividly, I was shampooing my hair one day and I looked down on my hands and they're full of my beautiful hair. And I go, oh my God, what is going on? So my stress levels, as you can imagine, came mm-hmm. went from a four to an 11 in one second. And I started researching like a madman on what I could do and why this was happening to me. And pretty soon I realized that while my father's side of the family had really good hair, my mother's side had poor hair genetics and Uh. all of my three uncles were, were balding or almost bald. And so I went, oh my God, this is my destiny or is it? And so I tried so many things to try to fight it off. I tried doing the biotin. I tried the hair, skin and nail supplements. I tried shampoos. I tried, you can imagine everything. I even put yogurt in my hair. I put egg (laughs) yolks in my hair. You know, my grandma told me that it it helps when you shave your hair, it comes back thicker and stronger. So I resorted to even shaving my head every six to eight months (laughs) out of complete desperation. And I don't look good with a shaved head. So that was where I was at. But uh, at at the age of 26, I got so pissed off about this situation. Mm -hmm. And so exasperated is that I went to a, hair transplant surgeon ah. in Denver, Colorado, where I lived at the time. And I asked her to please do a transplant and get me out of my misery. And I remember what she said. She was a very smart doctor. And she said, this is not your time because you don't have you don't have a lot of hair loss in, many, in any one particular area. Right. And so I said, okay, so what else can I do? She goes, well, there's this one pharmaceutical you can take. And I said, okay, are there any side effects? She goes, yes. Those there are side effects related to uh, the male, you know, sexual function. And I go, right. hell I'm no, good. I'm, right. I'm good. I'm 25. I'm not right. doing this, right? But Kim, like six days of waking up with hair on my pillow, I was, again, went back to that dark place of losing my hair completely. I called her back in six days and I said, you know what? Give me the dang thing. I've, right. I've seen it. I've read it. I, I'm okay taking that risk. And I did that for 10 years. And then when I got into um, anti-aging and longevity a few years ago, I said, you know what? My mother's been complaining of this this whole time about her hair thinning. Her three uncles are bald. I'm struggling for the last 10, 12 years. And so are there any natural ways that are possible? And if so, what might those be? So I traveled the world, went to different hair loss conferences. I met a bunch of hair transplant surgeons. I met naturopaths. I met stem cell surgeons or stem cell experts. And what I realized is that, you know, a lot of women probably listening have tried a supplement or a serum or rice water yeah, or yeah, biotin yeah. Mm-hmm. or something, and it may or may not have worked. Right. The The only way to guarantee, because hair loss is complicated, let's face it, the only way to guarantee or close to guarantee that you're going to get good results is what I found is you've got to combine many, many things in one solution, in one package, multiple ways to address hair thinning but also stimulate hair follicles to regrow them back. And so that is what we did is we said, okay, how many of these things can we put together in a cost-effective fashion that can actually get results? So we came up with four. So we've got a supplement, a serum, a roller, and a hairbrush all working together to stimulate hair hair follicles and regrow hair. So that's the story of Fully Vital. All right. No, and I like that. So let's, let's take a step back. So you looked at, you know, your genetics because clearly we are our parents. Yeah. So is it is it true or is it a, this big myth that I believe it's what the mother's side of the family causes uh, male pattern baldness? Is that like a straight up myth or is that true? 
It's a myth. You can get the hair genes from both sides of your family, from your father and from your mother. Interestingly enough, Kim, you can even, this even skips a generation sometimes. So it could be in your grandparents and your parents are fine, but suddenly you're balding and it's pretty exasperating, but it is, we, we have to do something proactively to deal with it. And then I believe you can prevent the hair loss and even regrow a lot of hair. Okay. And so when you, when you talk about hair loss, so you know, you started noticing kind of like big clumps when you were in your 20s. Is there like a specific age that it starts or it just depends on the person? Totally. I love this question. So for, for men, it starts pretty early. It starts in as soon as they hit puberty, their testosterone levels are high. Mm-hmm. And even for women is the same reason. The number one reason for hair thinning is because of these hormones. And what are these hormones? Testosterone converts to dihydrotestosterone. And for women, why that's important is because after the age of 35, your sex hormones start changing. Mm -hmm. So estrogen, progesterone start to go down. This leads to a relative imbalance with testosterone, which the testosterone then converts to dihydrotestosterone or DHT. And DHT goes to your hair follicles and starts to shrink them to make them smaller, thinner, wispier, after a while, it doesn't. your hair can't even grow out anymore because of DHT. Also, the second thing that DHT does is it keeps your hair in the resting phase for longer, which means it's not on your scalp. So you get the appearance that you have fewer hair or lesser hair than you have. So both of those are pretty bad. And you've got to combat the DHT to have success with this type of hair thinning. So for women, it's primarily that testosterone isn't converting in the manner that it used to back before we turn before we became before we turned 35. Yeah. So what happens in women is that the estrogen is protective of hair follicles. Gotcha. So okay. That, yeah. So now As the estrogen, yeah. And so now that there's no estrogen, testosterone is able to run wild and it affects our hair. Basically, right. yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny as we're having this conversation and you're you're actually part of a series of um, hormones that I've been doing. And so it's very, it kind of weaves in nicely um, mm-hmm. how, you know, most women, we think so much about not, um, we don't really need to deal with testosterone, right? Like that's yeah. just, that's for guys. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting how the more conversations I have with people like you, how everything is just this interwoven like dance and all it takes is like one player to get a little bit too much and Mm -hmm. certain systems just fall apart. And it's not a system that you thought of. Like when you think testosterone, you think muscle. Yeah, totally. Totally. hundred percent. Right. Kim it's what's interesting is that for, for men, it seems to be a pattern of as soon as you hit puberty, you're at a high risk for experiencing hair loss because your testosterone just shoots up, right? Right. For women, it's interesting. It happens after 35, but it doesn't have to automatically just, you can't, you don't, you don't have to assume that you're going to start losing hair for 35. Sometimes in some instances, there's a triggering factor. It may be very high levels of stress or maybe high cholesterol or something else that triggers it initially. Right. And then the hormonal thinning starts, you know, starts, and then you got to do something about it. Otherwise, is gonna you're gonna keep losing hair over time, right. which is very interesting for women. They're more complicated in this way. And it's funny because, like you know, as you mentioned it, you're right. Like if you look at older women, a lot of them have very like thin, fine hair. Short and, as well, and, right? And when you look, and, and part of you is like, oh, you know, most maybe older women don't like longer hair, right? And then you, <laughs> and as you kind of explained to me, I'm like, you know, probably the hairstylist is like your hair won't look as like thin and stringy if we were to cut it short. Yeah, yeah. Also, what's interesting is we get a lot of questions from women that are our customers of why is my hair not growing longer? Like, why is it so short? And here's the simple reason. The reason that your hair has got a natural cycle. So your Mm. hair grows for about two to seven years, average hair, right? And if your hair falls out sooner than later, then your hair is just not going to grow long. The fact that your hair is on your scalp, it means it's growing. It doesn't have an option to just kind of sit there and be a certain length. It has to grow. That's how your body is designed to work. And so the only reason that you're not getting longer hair is because your hair is staying in the hair growth phase for shorter and shorter times as you get older. And you've got to do something about it. Gotcha. And so as you mentioned, so your your hair grows two to seven years. And we talked about, you know, I could have a major stress event, but also a lot of women, we have um, 
chemically treated our hair into like yeah. like nuclear warfare on our on our hair. Yeah. Yeah, there's relaxers, there's bleach, there's coloring, there's dyes, there's heat that right. women apply. Just there's so much that happens. Like you said, it's nuclear warfare in your in your scalp. And so especially when it comes to women that are experiencing hair thinning. And we under, I understand you want to look like a goddess. I get it, right? right? Your hair is your identity. I totally get it. Now, if when you're experiencing hair thing and when we get our customers calling us, this is what I say. Please, let's lower the volume on the nuclear warfare for a few months. Gotcha. Let's cut down on the coloring, the dyeing, the bleaching as much as possible because that does harm their hair strands. Let's get your hair back to a healthy and good place. And then you can come back to a little bit of coloring or a little bit of bleaching or dyeing. But we want to do that safely. Right. So basically, you're not saying don't do it. But if you're on like this certain regimen of every, I don't know, making this up six weeks or so forth, maybe we can expand that to 12 weeks so that there is a little bit more breathing room between um, the the very cycles of whatever it is that you're you're doing. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, as you were talking about that, so, you know, a lot of women are like, okay, I get that, like, maybe whatever supplements you're taking that's going to stimulate um, my hair growth. Now, does that stimulate growth else, health hair growth elsewhere? Because us ladies are like, I don't need any more hair on my chin. (laughs) I love that question. So we go back to the hormones here. So what happens is when you look at women that have PCOS, they have normally they have high testosterone levels and the testosterone causes you to break out. You get acne on your jaw, on your face. You also get hair growing out of your face. What's really interesting, it's it's the DHT, the testosterone, as we said, converts to DHT. DHT grows hair. This is a million dollar question that we haven't solved yet. DHT grows more hair on your face, but it gets rid of or causes hair thinning on your scalp. It's so weird. Yeah. So what, yeah, it's really interesting. And scientists haven't been able to solve this big conundrum for a very, very long time. They've been trying. And so what our products do is that we lower the amounts of DHT that are circulating on your hair and on your face so that your hair actually can grow because of lower DHT, but DHT is lower, so it doesn't cause your facial hair to grow as well. So yes, don't worry, you're not gonna start growing more hair on your face just because you took uh, a supplement that has anti-DHT properties. And, you know, since we are talking about hair, the other thing as, um, you know, women age, the eye, um, eyebrows, the ends start to fall off. So yeah. with your product, does that help with that? Or is that kind of similar that it's on the face? So it's very similar to like blocking the chin hair. Yeah, typically what what's interesting about losing the hair on the eyebrows, we see that with women and a small minority of women that are experiencing low thyroid levels. And ah. so when you when you have low thyroid, you have low energy, you tend to gain weight faster, you also experiencing hair thinning as well as eyebrow thinning. So that is the first thing I look at when we have a call or a consultation with somebody that's going through that. And once we can eliminate thyroid as the as the condition, then they see they see great results on some have reported that they're applying the serum and using the supplements and they've seen good results in that area as well. Right. And so do you feel that women have always lost their hair, but never felt comfortable talking about it publicly? I think that recently there's been a surge in women losing more hair. Now the statistics are by the age of 50 years old, 50% of women will experience significant hair thinning, which Whoa. seems crazy, Kim, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, because you, if you like, you think to like, you kind of look at your grandparents and you're like, I mean, and I think about my, my grandmother had very thin hair mm-hmm. and, and I was like, all right, I, I, I see it. And, but I'm like, if I look around other people, I'm like, I guess I don't really see it as a 50% thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's increasing for sure in this generation because we are living in very stressful times, very interesting times. And stress is one of the reasons we can talk about yeah. that causes your hair cycle to shorten. So your hair sheds way quicker than it would normally do. Yeah. So, and we're all living with a lot of stress uh, in our daily lives, day-to-day lives. So that causes ongoing hair shedding 
which again leads you to have lesser hair on your scalp, leads you to not have longer hair, um, and it can also exp- you can also combine that with hormonal thinning, and now you have two reasons for hair thinning going on right, at the same time. So you got two strikes against you. You got two strikes against you. Yeah. Now, when you said like hair shedding, I know that you know we're kind of like dogs, right? Dogs shed as a way to like get through growth. It, it's totally. when would I notice what's abnormal versus normal shedding or is it kind of like a subjective type thing yeah yeah great question kim so naturally humans shed like you said 15 to 20 percent of our hair as we transition from summer into fall it's just Mm -hmm. something we've done for thousands of years and so if you start experiencing more hair thinning or more shedding in the transition to fall time frame then just know that that's totally normal. It's not a reason to worry or freak out or increase your stress levels, right? Or have more stress. Uh, So that's normal. Now, when it comes back to other times of the year, what's considered normal hair shedding? If you have a full head of hair, then losing 100 hairs a day is totally normal, okay? But if if you're already noticing thinning, if you're noticing that your parts thinning or your temples, there are some hair loss going on, and then you're noticing 100, a little bit more than 100, then you have reason to worry. It may seem like, oh, it's just 100, but when when it's thinning and you're right. losing 100 visibly, then be sure that you're losing more hair invisibly, meaning you're not seeing it around the house. It's just falling out of your scalp. Exactly. So the soonest, the best time to act on hair loss is when you notice that your scalp is thinning. So be proactive, notice it quickly, and then take action. Now, I do have those people who are like, well, I don't know, but I just want to be proactive. Is yeah. that a th- is that a thing? Totally, totally. I I want to be proactive now. Now that I've gone through so much and I have decent hair now, but uh, it's 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 a thing because a lot of triggers will hit you in your lifetime. Gotcha. Aging is one. Hormones is one. Stress is one. Hypothyroidism is one. You know, there's so many things that impact the hair cycle. Even the beauty products that you use in right. your hair, the shampoos, conditioners, um, hairsprays, gels, whatever you're using on your scalp is going to harm the scalp and is going to cause chemicals to leach into your hair follicles, damaging the hair follicles. So being proactive and using very, very natural ingredients, you know, not pulling, tugging the hair, having very good hair care practices, oiling the hair sometimes, or at least applying serums will take you a very long way, Kim. Yeah. Because, you know, as most most women over 40 are noticing that everything's just getting drier. (laughs) Yeah. So it is, you know, applying sometimes applying some type of like lubrication to hair is um, needed. But I want to circle back. So you said one of the reasons people lose hair, you know, clearly everyone here can be like, yeah, I can identify with some stress. But what about nutrition? Is nutrition, does that, you know, I'm assuming it plays a a big part in, you know, the uh, health of your hair. Absolutely. Nutrition plays a very important part. Let me let me break down how. Uh, what happens is there's the big five vitamins and minerals that are very, very important for healthy hair growth. So what are these? Vitamin D, iron, folate, B12, and zinc. You've got to have enough of all five of these to have good hair growth. And you want to be in the middle of the range on your blood tests next time you get one. So this we see this a lot in younger women, especially if you're in your 20s or 30s and you're experiencing hair loss, a lot of it is probably nutritional because by then hormones haven't played a big impact Mm. in your scalp, right? It's only after 35, 37, 40 years old that hormones start to play a part. So it's very important to kind of note that. Also, I've got friends in LA, for example, my friend Ashley called me the other day and she goes, hey, I'm losing more hair than normal. And I said, okay, what's going on? She goes, well, my coworker left four months ago, so I'm having to do more work, so there's stress involved. And then I said, okay, what else has changed in your life? She goes, well, I am now vegan, okay? And that's totally fine if you're vegan, right? You do you. But if you're vegan, you're at risk for being low in three out of the big five that I mentioned. You're at risk for being low for folate, B12, and iron. So make sure to either eat foods that have enough of those or use a supplement so that you can get enough in your body. Right. And, you know, I think one of the big things, and I'm sure, you know, you're on the phone all the time with clients as well, the big people, people so discount stress and nutrition. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, just give me the magic pill or the serum or whatever. And you're like, it's not magic. 
like it can only it supports you, but you still have to deal with the stress piece of your life and the nutritional components of your life. Yeah, yeah. We uh, so I do talk to people that call us, uh, and we discuss stress. And a lot of women that are calling us are pretty stressed. And so, mm-hmm. what I say, of course, I always want to guide you towards the natural, the free things first. Right, meaning, right. do have some mindfulness practices, do some meditation, take a walk in the park. You've got to get that stress levels back to normal right? Uh, to have good, healthy hair and a healthy body as well. In addition, on top of that, we've included adaptogens in our hair supplement, oh, nice. such as ashwagandha, to help naturally balance the cortisol and the stress levels so that you can come back to balance so that your hair has a chance to grow, not only grow thick and full, but also long because stress will shorten your hair cycle. Right. You know, and I, and I, and I love that because when I approach people like you and I say, if I'm just Joe customer, I love that people can give me that education where it's not like it's your credit card, Amex, American, you know, it's yeah. more like, okay, tell me what's going on so that I know if my product can help you versus I'm just going to sell you some shit. Totally. And and I want to come back to this. You raise a very good point, Kim. There's a lot of companies selling a lot of shit online, right? And so you've got to do do your due diligence. A lot of times when we speak to women, they're completely frustrated because they've tried, they've tried so many things, right? And the marketers are selling them stuff and convincing them to buy stuff, which is unfortunate. So what we've done and how we're different is not only have we, do we have four different products that stimulate hair in four different ways, to give you the best chance of getting hair growth, but also we have a four month money back guarantee. So if you nice. don't get results for, you know, it takes about three months to see hair growth results. You will see like improved hair quality in four weeks, stop shedding, and then you'll see healthy hair in about eight weeks. And then you'll see baby hairs in about 10 to 12 weeks. But if you don't, and you're not satisfied for any reason, we will refund your money by it, it, within a four months. And I love that. Cause it's like, I feel like, you know, by you telling people, you know, sure, I'm going to sell you this, but here are the other pieces of your life that you have to look at. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women, like by the time they get to you, you know, they have kissed a lot of frogs <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. they are just like, are you going to be the next frog in line? Or is there going to be some hope here where mm-hmm. you've probably to- tell them, told them things that they know they need to deal with? But after, you know, hearing it umpteen times, hopefully it sinks in. Yeah, yeah, totally. We've also added a quiz on our website so you can take a look at the different options. And we we guide you through a process where you can understand what's going on with your hair and what products or lifestyle practices might be able to help you improve your hair health and quality and and grow that thick, full hair. Yeah, and I mean, you know, who... Who doesn't want a, a nice, uh, thick, full hair? And so right before we hopped on, um, I pressed the record button, you were talking about gray hair. And so yeah. I feel that, you know, probably 20 years ago, you never saw like stars with gray hair. Like you, mm-hmm. like if you were an actress and if you had gray hair, it was a wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now I feel that there's it's gray hair is having this moment that, mm-hmm. you know, it's no longer a, makes you look like an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I am excited for the movement for graceful aging. It is long overdue because we hold society holds women to a different standard than men mm-hmm. that we all understand that. And so what we have done with gray is that we have put together because we are we, I, I have an anti-aging show where we talk about longevity and best practices. So what can we do to balance your body from within so you can delay gray's hair, gray ah. hairs, right? So that is what we do is to help identify all of the pathways that actually are leading to gray hair within your body. It's not coloring, it's not dying, but it's within your body. And how can we support your body naturally from the inside and on top of the scalp to to help to help reverse and or delay gray hair on your on your hair hair naturally. So, is there you know an average age that yeah. mo- most people would see? I'm going to say that that first like rogue hair. <laughs> yeah. So typically, it's different by races. You'd be surprised, huh. but Caucasians start to experience hair graying first in their mid 30s. Oh wow! And Asians, 
late 30s, and Africans and Black people seem to do it early to mid 40s. So the amount of melanin you have in your in your follicles or in your skin seems to play a role. So that's how that that breaks down. But if you're experiencing gray hairs before that age, respectively for your race, then it's probably premature gray. Right now, is that is a premature gray? Is that a um, genetic thing that you know it runs in families, or could it, is it attributed to stress, nutrition? Yeah, yeah, great question. There's plenty of risk factors for premature hair graying, and genetics certainly is a strong one because if your parents went prematurely gray, then you have a very high chance of going prematurely gray. But there's other factors as well, such as psychological stress, autoimmune mm. diseases, um, even like you know, how much you've studied. So your educational status and your height seem to play a role. And if you're going to go great prematurely, it's really odd. That's so, you know, the more I, I talk to people like you who like have just gone down the rabbit hole of things, it just like the body is just so ridiculously fascinating. There's yeah. just so many things that are, are, are at play here. And so when you talk about gray, is it possible that when you, and you said prematurely gray? So rewind. Thinking about alopecia, is that mm-hmm. something that I know it's an autoimmune disease, but is that something that can be reversed at all, or is it just something that it's that's just what the d- disease gives you? Yeah, yeah, it's a, that's a very good question, Kim. So as you said rightly, alopecia is an autoimmune condition in which your immune system gets hyperactivated and mistakenly starts to attack your own hair follicles because it's thinking they're foreign objects. And so what that typically leads to is hair loss because the hair follicle stops producing. But and uh, the way it manifests itself is you get these circles, like a quarter-sized circle on your scalp, multiple areas, where you have a shiny spot. It's completely gone. There's not a few hairs. It's completely right. gone. And Some women have, and men get this too, but women seem to have more alopecia than men. And it's because, again, they're more predisposed to autoimmune conditions. And so the best way what I would do is what what dermatologists do is if you go to them with an uh, alopecia condition, they will inject a steroid into your scalp that will prevent the recurrence of it, but also help grow your hair back. But I also recognize that's not a long-term solution. The long-term solution would be you want to work with a naturopathic doctor, a functional medicine doctor that can help lower the inflammation levels and lower the autoimmune system to calm down the autoimmune system so that your body comes back to normal. It's going back to what you said about the body being magical. It's out of step somewhere with attacking your own body. And so once you bring it back to normal, the good news is for most people, if you can control that, get your autoimmune condition back down, then your hair will grow back. So it's not that it's gone permanently, um, as opposed to hormones, where if you don't address the hormonal hair loss, you could potentially lose that hair follicle forever. Yeah. So for most people, you know, I remember there was this guy um, that I went to high school with, Bo Parkashini. Shout out to you guys. Um, And Bo, I think by 18, was bald. Is that more of a genetic thing, or is that more of a, it could have been a potentially, um, you know, what kind of stress do you have at 18? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was Bo a, a woman or a man? Male. Male. Okay. Yeah. Males can have very, so over 90% of all male hair loss has to do with the hormone DHT, dihydrotestosterone, right? And as soon as you hit puberty, the clock starts ticking because your testosterone levels start to shoot. And young men have very high testosterone levels, which is why right, we do right. stupid things, right? <laughs> and so, and so at that age, if you're you're having a lot of dihydrotestosterone in your in your scalp or in your in your body in general, then I've heard of cases where in two to three years you go yeah. completely bald. Right. Yeah. Now you won't go completely bald. You'll still have the sides and the back of your hair remaining because DHT does not touch the sides or the back. If somebody's gone completely bald, meaning full head of hair gone, then that could be an immune condition, autoimmune condition, because that takes out all of your hair. That is, you know, so that's very interesting. So now you know why most people have that kind of like ridge of hair. Yes. That's, that's, that's so wild. Cause you you feel like if I'm going to take your hair, it's your whole head. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the interesting way, if women are interested in finding out if they have DHT related hair loss, 
Number one, if you're over 35, you're automatically at risk. Doesn't mean you have it, you're automatically right. at risk. Is the number one reason for hair thinning for women over 35. Now, what else can you do? The next time you're taking a shower, right? You're washing your hair, just look at your hands. There'll be a few hairs in your hands regardless. And then you can touch, you can stick these onto the tiles, right? Hopefully you have white tiles or stick them against a white surface somewhere in your bathroom and just look at them. Just look at them when they're wet, look at them later when they're dry. If you notice some hairs are thinner than other hairs, then that's also a telltale sign that you're experiencing hormonal hair loss or DHT related hair loss. And so you've got to address that. That okay. is a, a good way to notice, but also for women, you will notice that typically the part, most women notice that the it's part is getting thinner. whiter. Yeah. yeah, it's thinner and it gets gets whiter so you can see more of your scalp. That's also a pretty good sign that you're losing your hair because of DHT. Now, also, lastly, I would say DHT typically does not impact the sides or the back of the hair for women as well, just like men, with men. So as I'm pulling, you know, as my hair is coming out in the shower, if I pull it out, should I see kind of like the bulb at the end or no? Yeah, it's not always a telltale sign that okay. you see a bulb or not. But sometimes you see a bulb when it's stress-related hair loss or when the hair hasn't completely finished its hair cycle naturally. Sometimes you see a bulb. But I think it's more important to see the thickness of the hair. Gotcha. That gives you a better indication of what's going on. Gotcha, and gotcha, if it's gotcha. if all of your hairs are equally thick, then we have to go look at other conditions. Like, as we mentioned, um, stress is one. We mentioned nutrition is one more. Then we look into your thyroid a little bit to see if that's causing an issue. Gotcha. So you you said that you have a your your uh, your system is a four step system. So how does that yes. four step system work? Totally. So we have a supplement, uh, vitamins, hair vitamins, which again we go after hair thinning. We address a lot of root causes for hair thinning, like we mentioned, nutrition, stress, circulation, um, but also including the DHT balancing ingredients in it. So our supplement includes multiple ingredients that help reduce the conversion of testosterone to DHT. So that's also balancing hormonal hair loss and provides you with 27 superfoods for healthy hair. So that's the supplement. You take it twice a day, two pills twice a day with meals. Easy enough. Then we have the serum. The serum, now you want to do something on the inside and then you want to do something on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a serum that also reduces the DHT or blocks DHT in your scalp gives you a much better chance of regrowing hair, improves your circulation, which is very important to bring blood flow, nutrients, oxygen, and other vitamins and minerals for hair growth. And also it helps create a really clean and good scalp environment, young scalp environment for your hair to grow uh, more thicker and fuller. So that's number two. The third one we have is the roller, a derma roller, which women use on their face for rejuvenation, anti-aging but it's also very good on the scalp. In one study, they found that just using a derma roller by itself created or regrew 15% new hair, which is wild, oh, wow. Kim. That's a lot of hair, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so we've included a derma roller in our system as well for that reason. Uh, and in addition, what the derma roller does, it opens up your, you know, the channels in your scalp so that the serum can also absorb much better. So it's it's very good all, all around. And then the fourth thing that we have going for the system is that we've got a bamboo hairbrush. It's completely natural, non-plastic. It's wood, so it's bamboo. And what we recommend is for most women, if you can brush your scalp, as your grandma used to say, you want to brush your hair a hundred times a day. Yeah. We think grandma meant brush your scalp a hundred times a day because that's where all the action's happening, right? right? If you brush your scalp, you're going to get a lot of circulation. You're going to get rid of those sebum and oils that are just sitting on the surface of your scalp and you'll redistribute them to your hair follicles, making your hair shinier and also giving your hair follicles some more oxygen and room to breathe. So it's really, really good. Now, if you have kinky or coily hair and you don't think you could get through, um, you know, the brush may not go through your hair, then what I recommend in that instance is just press down with the bristles and just move your hair in, in circles. So move the right. skin, push down and move the skin so that you feel the redness. You feel that there's blood coming through. That's the whole point of it is to get more blood flow and circulation, which brings all the nutrients that your hair needs. Gotcha. 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 No, that's, that, that's really good. And I, I, you know, I think for most people, when you said the brush your hair and I just like, remember that was always kind of like one of those like wives sales, like 
you know, if you brush yeah. your hair a hundred times, you know, you get these nice long, but it's less about the actual hair and more about really just massaging your scalp. And if you think about how your body heals, like if I had some type of issue with a muscle, I want to, you know, get as much blood circulating to that area as possible. So mm-hmm. that makes sense that we want, um, um, blood, uh, circulating to your hair. And so there was, I was going to ask you about, and I can't right now, I've just totally it flew out of my head. There is an oil that people have been using that I can't think of right now. Castor um, oil. Thank you. Okay. Castor oil. Is yeah. that, is that a thing or is that, you know, like save your money? <laughs> Yeah, it's very good for conditioning, of course. And I've used castor oil on my scalp. It's good for conditioning. There's good data on that. But if you're trying to regrow your hair or stop hair thinning, there is zero, no studies for castor oil being effective at all for that aspect. The other thing that's very, very important, Kim, is that if you're trying to stop active hair thinning or hair loss, you've got to be very consistent. You've got to do something every single day. And I've applied castor oil on my scalp. And let me tell you, it's very, very thick. Oh, God, I, had yeah. to sh- I had to shampoo three times to get it out of my scalp. Just for one one application. Right. Your hair was just like matted to the side yes. of your head. Yeah, totally. It was falling out everywhere. And and I said, I can't apply this every single day. There's no way. I, right. I can only apply it right before I take a shower because I got I want to get it off me Right, because everyone would be like, possible. who's that greasy kid? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've definitely been there, you know. I, no, when I applied... When I applied yogurt or, you know, egg yolks to my hair, I stunk up the apartment so bad that my friends wanted to disown me. So um, that's the other thing. You've got to do something every single day. And so it's best if you can use a water-based serum or something that doesn't Mm. make your hair oily. Because I recognize women especially do not wash their hair every day. And it's important for you to wash it, you know, once or twice a week. That's fine. We I recommend that if you're going through hair thinning, wash it at least two to three times a week. But even then, use some kind of a serum that you can leave on overnight and you don't need to wash out the next day. Right. It's so funny. I was going to ask you if, if how much, <clears throat> excuse me, how much you wash your hair affects your um, your hair, either growth or loss. Um, it has but, no impact. Okay. It has no impact. Well, yeah. I, and I, and it's, I think, like you said, it's more about what you do to your scalp and the how you treat the hair that you actually have. Yeah. And coming back to shampoos, I think most shampoos don't really work very well at all. So if somebody's pitching you a hair loss shampoo and that alone is going to do something, please save your money. It doesn't work because it's on your scalp for three to five minutes every few days, right? You need something that stays on for much longer. But having said that, if you do, if you're actually hair thinning and you want a hair growth shampoo or a hair loss stopping shampoo, then make sure it's got caffeine in it. That's mm. that's been shown. Uh, we've got that in our serum, but that's been shown to help reduce some of the you know DHT effects of hair loss. And then, in addition, also make sure there's no chemicals in your shampoo yeah. because then that's directly attacking your hair follicles. So, what can you avoid? Make sure there's no parabens. Make sure there's no benzoates. Make sure there's no phthalates. So, if you can stay clean, extremely yes. clean, and have some caffeine in that, then you may have a little bit of a shot. But please know that no shampoo alone is going to do anything to your hair loss. Yeah. Well, what about, um, I, I don't know if this is still a thing. Is Rogaine still a thing? Rogaine is still a thing. And here's my position on Rogaine. It can work. It can work. Totally. The Here's what happens to Rogaine. There's two things. Number one, when you apply Rogaine on your scalp, you need an enzyme on your scalp to convert Rogaine to its active form. Rogaine is also called minoxidil. Minoxidil needs to be converted to act to its active form by an enzyme on your scalp. Ah. A lot of people don't have enough of the enzyme. I'm not saying majority, but significant percentage of people don't have enough of the enzyme. Gotcha. So it's not being able to be converted. So it's not that effective. Two, the, my other gripe with minoxidil is that it is it comes from a very greasy formulation. It includes propylene glycol, which is the carrier. And so that makes your hair very greasy, which means what are you going to do the next day? You're going to need to wash it off if you need to go outside. And if you have a big day tomorrow and you wash your hair today, guess what you're not doing, Kim? You're not applying minoxidil or Rogaine because you don't want your hair to be messed up. And so that's, those are my two, two gripes with it. But, you know, it's been around for 20, 30 years and you can certainly try using it a couple of times a day and see what it does. But you have to be consistent, use it for at least four months. 
you know, it's the one thing I think that is very, um, the synergy between what I do and what you do is the consistency piece. And that's the part that I feel that all these people come to us, like, I'll do anything, whatever yeah. you say. And you're like, use this every freaking day. And they're like, well, you mean every day? Yeah. Like every, every day? Like, yeah. So it's like, I feel that like, that's the piece, like part of the puzzle that if people were able to like, this is your life right now, like mm-hmm. forever, can yeah. you roll? Yeah. Oh, oh, so fair enough. Let me touch on that as well. It's people ask me all the time, do I have to use these four products forever? And I say, no, think about when you're trying to lose, you know, 30 pounds or 10 pounds, Right. it's, it's hard to lose. It's much harder to lose the 10 pounds than to maintain the new weight. Right. Would, right. would we agree? Yep. It's hard to gain 10 pounds of muscle for men than to maintain where you're at. And so what I would recommend is if you are actively losing hair or you're re- or you're trying to regrow more hair, then use the full system that we provided for three to five months. See how you do. Once you're satisfied with your hair, once you're satisfied where you are, then we can cut out a couple of things right. to just maintain what you've got going on. So it's not like you have to do everything forever. But then we go to a maintenance phase after three or four months where maybe you just take the supplement and use the serum every few days, use the roller, you know, a couple of times or every two weeks or so. And of course, the brush, I always recommend the brush every day because it costs nothing and it's healthy for you. And you're hopefully combing your hair daily. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you're not asking, you're not giving a big ask on that one. But no, I I like, I, I like that. Like, I like the maintenance where it's like, you kind of like, I'm going to say, hair diet and then it's like okay what are the things that you need to personally keep what you've just cultivated over the last umpteen months Mm -hmm. um this has been really good like i i I, um i write notes as as i'm listening and so i've just learned a lot of things about hair that i didn't know and um this has been so informative and for my, for my listeners, like definitely reach out to him and cause like, he's a wealth of knowledge about hair. Like he could just nerd out about any piece of hair that you want, want to talk about. And I think nowadays we're, we're not hiding the hair loss anymore. You know, it's not yeah. an embarrassment that we're losing the hair. Like, like you said, for men, it was like, you're used to seeing bald men and that's just, mm-hmm. it was what it is, what it is. But for women now we can kind of, come out from the closet and be like, yeah, that's me too. And Faraz can help you uh, figure out what's going on with you and hopefully get you over that thinning um, a hair hump. So where can people, you know, find you, find the products? Thank you, Kim. Yeah. You can go to fullyvital.com. So that's F-U-L-L-Y-V-I-T-A-L, fullyvital.com to take your quiz or to check out the products. If you are experiencing hair thinning or you want to regrow your hair, what I would typically recommend is get the three-month bundle Mm. because you get a big discount on it, but it also gives you everything you need for at least three months so you can see results on your own scalp. And then, like I said, we've got a four-month money-back guarantee. So if it doesn't work for you for whatever reason, which a small percentage of sometimes for people that doesn't work for because hair loss is complicated. We recognize that and we'll refund your money. The other thing is if you're interested in maybe preventing gray, if you're on the early side of gray, maybe like let's say 30s and 40s, then there's things you can do to kind of delay it and also reduce some of the grays. And so check us out for that as well. But uh, yeah, Kim, thank you so much for having me on. This has been a great conversation. So now if I see like one gray hair because I'm on the I'm on the patrol for that. So if I see yeah. one, if I see one gray hair, yeah, and I call you, can I start to kind of like minimize it? They're starting to like pop up every you know few months, can, or do I have to start before I see the gray? No, 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 no. The the best time to start is when you actually see a gray, okay. because that way you know now for sure that something's going on, as opposed to thinking about it, right, and or never thinking about it. So once it registers in your consciousness, then you can take action. And the beauty is in the early part of your graying cycle, you can certainly delay and reverse the grays. Once you have over 30 to 40% gray, then it gets much harder because then, you know, it's it's more endemic at that point. Right. But in the first 20 to 30%, it's way easier. Just like with aging in the beginning, it's way easier to slow down aging as opposed to reversing it. So we've got a supplement and a serum for the gray as well. If you're just starting to notice a couple of grays, 
it's probably better if you use the serum to apply it to that one or two spots every right. single day for two months. And in addition, what I would recommend is to you have to bring your stress levels down. Mm. It's very important for hair growth and for gray hair. And you can do that yourself at home with a mindfulness or meditation practice. You don't have to get a supplement. You don't need it. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're seeing many grays, then you might want to consider the, the serum and the supplement combination because they work in tandem to, to bring that back. Perfect. And um, where can people find you on the socials? Totally. Yeah. So the, the Instagram handle, we were on Instagram and TikTok. Instagram is fully vital hair. TikTok is fully vital hair wellness. I've got my own podcast where I talk about longevity and anti-aging. So you can check that out at anti-aging hacks. That's the name of the podcast. And my Instagram there is also at anti-aging hacks. So look forward to connecting. Perfect. And so I ask every, by the way, people, I will put all of this in the show notes. So you don't have to be scrambling around for a piece of paper. Um, I ask everybody this, what's one thing that makes you feel magical? Yeah, thank you, Kim. That's a great question. I think as I get older, I get a little bit more perspective in life and I can be a little bit more detached from the day-to-day things that are going on, the stressors of our day-to-day life. And I am more and more thankful for us being here. What are the chances of you and I being here, sitting here at this time, at the perfect time to be alive and having this conversation, mm. we're on a rock that's spinning in space <laughs> and nobody else around us for as far as we can see. So right. we definitely lucked out big time. And so that's what gives me hope. And I also recognize that life is happening for us because we're here. There's a bigger plan for us. And that's the magical part that I look forward to every single day. I love it. You know, I've got done over 200 podcasts and I asked that question to everybody and it always just blows my mind. I'm like, I never know what I'm going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. So thank you so much for taking the time. And please look him up. You know, I don't know about you. I'm planning to go to my death with people wondering if I ever want gray. So <laughs> if you feel like I do, if you want long, luxurious locks, or you don't want to go gray, totally your call. Look him up. I am sure he can help you with whatever hair challenge you may have or point you in the right direction. Thank you again for being on the show. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Thank you.